This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Erev Chanukah, Preparing for Chanukah. Somebody here told me yesterday, I said, how the preparation is going for Chanukah. He said, what preparations? I take it out of my closet and I light it. <laughs> so that answer is a big oyayay, as we say. The whole Yom Tov of Chanukah is all about preparing. Judaism is all about preparing. What are we doing in this world? Preparing. Corridor. Preparing for next world. That's what we're doing here. Uh, the mission says in Pirkei Avos, Olam is similar to a uh, uh, waiting room, a corridor, and you prepare yourself in order to get to the next world. Our whole life down here, why does an Ashama come down to this world? To prepare for the next world. A life of a Jew is all about preparation. Our whole life is a preparation. And the Sham is here to prepare for the next world. The goof doesn't go to the next world. And the Nisham is down here to prepare for the next world. And that's why Hanukkah candles, which represents the Nishama, because the Pesach says in Tehillim, Ner Hashem, Nishmas Adam. So when you look at your candle that you're lighting tonight, you're looking at your Nishama. And that's why Hanukkah candles, there's a bigger Indian by, of preparing by Hanukkah candles than by all other mitzvahs. We know that in the Besamikdosh, they prepared the candles in the morning. And they only lit the candles in the evening. And the whole morning of Oida was just preparing. Taking out the old, taking out the old wicks, etc. Close the door. And taking out the old wicks. Taking out the burnt oil. In the morning they prepared. And in the evening they lit. And the halacha is, listen to this halacha. The halacha is that preparing the candles in the Besamikdosh, you have to be a koyen. You have to be a coin. But lighting the candles, you do not have to be a coin. The mitzvah of lighting the candles in the Besamekdash, you did not require a coin. Only to clean them out in the morning. So you see from the menorah that preparing for the mitzvah is even more valuable than the, exactly than the act of the mitzvah itself. So the mitzvah of Hanukkah, the mitzvah of Hanukkah candles, the whole Indian is preparing. Preparing. That's why it was so important to prepare. But the, the, the same is true for all mitzvahs. When the Jews were in Egypt, Hashem said to them, When I take you out of Mitzrayim, it's all a preparation for accepting the Torah. Leaving Mitzrayim was for sure preparing us for Kabbalah's Torah. But even being in Mitzrayim, the trials and tribulations that we went through in Mitzrayim was all a preparation to receive the Torah. And that's the sod. That's why Amalek came to wage war with us before Kabbalah Satera. We were in the midst of preparing ourselves. We were in the midst of preparing ourselves for the great day of Matan Torah. Came along Amalek, and Amalek undermines that. Amalek undermines preparing for the next. You know why? Because he doesn't have a next. Bilam says, Amalek doesn't go anywhere. Amalek does not have a future. Amalek does not have a future. So by him, the whole concept of preparing now for the future doesn't exist because he doesn't have the future. And that's why he came. When we left, when we left he's against Hachana. He's against preparing ourselves for mitzvahs. And it's very interesting that in, in Megillah's Esther, Haman is called Memuchan. Memuchan means preparing, Hachana. Because Amalek undermines the whole concept of Hachana. Amalek doesn't tell us not to do mitzvahs. Amalek tells us not to prepare. Not to realize that our whole life is preparing for the next world. 
Esav says to Yaakov, I'm not going to die, I'm not going anywhere. So what do I need a vote for? What do I need a vote in the Mesamidosh? Our whole life is preparing. In next week's parasha, you have the in next week's parasha, you have the you have the, the, the dreams of Paroi. Seven fat cows. And then seven thin cows. And Yosef Atzadik interprets the dreams of Paroi. And he says the seven fat cows correspond to seven plentiful years, which deeper, from a deeper perspective, correspond to the 70 years of a person's life down here where he gets fat. He eats and he swallows and absorbs the material gashmis of this world. And then after that, seven thin cows. And the seven thin cows swallowed up the seven fat cows. So Yosef interpreted the dreams as follows. He said, what's the avoid over here? He says, Avoida is that during the seven plentiful years, Yosef advises Paroi, what are you supposed to do? Store, store away. Next week's parasha. What is the Avoida? Yosef says to Paroi, what, 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 what should we be doing during the seven plentiful years? So Yosef explains to Paroi, you better store, because you have to have in store for the seven years that are coming after that, where there's going to be nothing. And Paroi says, wow, such a genius. Not such a genius. If somebody tells you that you know, today you're going to have a lot and tomorrow you're going to have nothing, do you need to be a genius to know that some of today put away for tomorrow? It's not a genius. But there's a whole life's philosophy revolving around this dialogue between Yosef and Parod. The seven fat cows are the seven, 70 fat years of a person's life. And Yosef is telling Parod that the 70 years of a person's life is not just there to become fat. Because what's with all the fatness that the person becomes, his body goes back into the ground and disintegrates, and decomposes and becomes nothing. The purpose of a person's life over here is to prepare to store away, to store away, to do mitzvahs. And every mitzvah, you have to have in mind that I'm doing this mitzvah because I'm storing this away. For the next world, it's all preparation. But Parah and Mitzrayim denied in all that. And this is, a, this is our philosophy. This is the Jewish Ashkofa. This is the Jewish Amuna. The Shlemus of Amuna is in Mashiach and Tchis Amesim that everything that's happened in Olam Azeh is all a preparation for Olam Abba. And that's why Hanukkah is so related to Shabbos. That's why we're learning the Sukkis of Hanukkah in Mesach Shabbos. Because what is Shabbos? Shabbos is Me'en Olam Haba. What is the avoid of the whole week? What is the avoid of the whole week? What do you mean Shabbos? To pre? Excellent. To prepare for Shabbos. Right in the Shishan Yom that you say every day, and Sunday you say Ayom Yom Rishon B'Shabbos, Monday you say Ayom Yom Sheni B'Shabbos, Tuesday you say Ayom Yom Shlishi B'Shabbos. The whole week is preparing for Shabbos, like the Gemara says in Beit Sabbath, Shama B'Sila. That B'Shamay would see it something nice, he would straight away, and on Sunday morning he would straight away put it away for Shabbos. Who can feel the Tainuk, the Oneg, the, the, the pleasure of Shabbos? Who can actually enjoy Shabbos? Only somebody that prepared himself during the week. Like Chazal say, Misha Torah Be'er Shabbos. If you work hard on Erev Shabbos, you have Shabbos. You have what to eat on Shabbos. Which means, spiritually speaking, if you prepared yourself, if your whole week was a preparation for Shabbos, all the mitzvahs that you did, all, everything you did is, is all preparing, 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 because you know one day you're going to be in Olam Abba. So then when you come to Olam Abba, when you come to Shabbos, you enjoy it. But a person doesn't spend his week preparing. A person doesn't not look at Olam Hazer as a springboard for the future world. He looks at Olam Hazer as a thing on its own. His career, becoming wealthy, 
all his chashboinus, all his calculations are all how to settle himself in Olam He doesn't have Olam boy in mind. He's not preparing himself for the next world. Comes to Shabbos, even if he's a Shema Shabbos and he goes to Shul, he won't feel anything. He'll end up speaking American politics at his Shabbos table because he doesn't feel Shabbos. A person who feels Shabbos, he hears somebody speaking American politics in Shabbos table, he needs a bucket because he's going to throw up everything he's eaten. That's a normal guy. And a person who's so desensitized and he can talk about Narishkeit on Shabbos just shows that his whole week wasn't a preparation for Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos, a person should be so spiritual that a person, the person's walking in my boy, he's walking in a different world. But it's only if you prepare. So Hanukkah is a time to prepare. Hanukkah is a time for us to prepare. Hanukkah is a time for us to undertake, to prepare for every, to, to, to look at life as a preparation for the next world. Hanukkah is a time to prepare for every mitzvah before you do a mitzvah. Because when you do a mitzvah, when you have, a, when you have Torah in front of you, you have a mitzvah in front of you, you've got to look at that Torah mitzvah as Olam And it's all about preparing for Olam It's all about preparing. You can't just walk into davening without preparation. You've got to prepare. Every mitzvah you've got to prepare. You've got to be there in Beis Medrash early. And before your Hanukkah candles, before Shabbos, you go to the mikveh ready after Chatzos on Erev Shabbos, you get dressed for Shabbos, and you sit in the Beis Medrash, and you say Sheh Hashirim, and you learn the parasha. You prepare. Without preparing for mitzvahs, just running into mitzvahs as if it's all now here in the present. It's almost a denial of the whole concept that our life is a life of preparing. So in that tzchus and b'schus, all the preparing that we do, we should be zorcha beis Hashem to internalize this message and to prepare ourselves. And for everything we can, comes our way in life, should be a hachana and should be a preparation. And then we'll be zorcha beis Hashem to reap all the schar and all the reward and all the tainuk and all the pleasure. In the Olam Shekul Toiv, where we have to fill our lives, fill our lives, realizing that this is all a corridor. And then, Metz Hashem, everybody should have a lechtig Hanukkah, and a happy Hanukkah, Metz Hashem. And every day before you light the candles, make sure you're there for a while, and think, and learn about what it means, what oil represents, what wicks represent, what the lighting represents. Stay with your candles, make a big deal out of mitzvahs. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.